It is Tuesday. You know what that means. You're here with us. Listen to the worst church podcast ever. Joining me as always, give it up first to my right, the zookeeper, the beastmaster himself, Anthony Barker. Hey, all you cool cats and kittens. Ooh, I like it. That was very sensual of him. I liked it. <laughs> right next to him, the lovely KFQ herself, the old boy county. <laughs> The bell of Boyd County. The of wow. The bell of the ball. <laughs> the bell. <laughs> the bell of the ball. Are you done? That one got me. Sorry. Give it up for Alicia Miller, please. Hey. Oh, the next hey. to her, the dude who just, he cracks me up sometimes. We <laughs> like to have a good little laugh every now and then. Give it up. He's your buddy. Give it up. He is. He's my GOB. Give it up. For our fearless leader, Trenton LaVon Carpenter. Hello, folks. Hey, listen, we're glad you guys are listening today. We are going to read today. Yesterday we talked about Hebrews 1. We talked about how Christ's superior to the angels. He's not an angel. He is God's son, and he is an exact representation of God's son. And so now we're going to read what that means for us. So Hebrews chapter 2, it says, We must pay the most careful attention. Therefore, there's that word, to what we have heard, so that we do not drift away. For since the message spoken through angels was binding, and every violation and disobedience received its just punishment, how shall we escape if we ignore so great a salvation? This salvation, which was first announced by the Lord, was confirmed to us by those who heard him. God also testified to it by signs, wonders, and various miracles, and by gifts of the Holy Spirit distributed according to to his will. So today we're talking about, this is about Christ. This is about salvation. This is about what he brings to us, the good news that the angels proclaimed, that miracles proclaimed, that God testified himself by signs, wonders, and miracles. So let me ask you guys something. How thankful are you today, truly? Do you, what does it mean to you to be saved? I think it's a very churchy word. What does being saved mean? Like, you look at somebody and say, are you saved? Like, somebody from the outside, what do you think? I mean, what are we getting at when we say, are you saved? What do you think, guys? I think it should either be our kids' director or the guy wearing the WWJD bracelet to answer I this. I like it. Well, I was, you know, with, with kids, you know, how do you explain that to kids? That's you know, a great ask, question. Ask, ask, Children's you know, director. Yes, to ask Jesus, you know, to be in your heart. What mm-hmm. does that even mean? Mm-hmm. You know, when you ask Jesus to forgive you, you accept him into your heart and you, um, you know, try to commit to a life of following Jesus and serving others. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, that's the, it's still, as an adult, that's the easiest way for me to think about it. Yeah. What about you? He's looking at Tony because all of you podcast listeners cannot see what's I going am. on. He said, oh, what I didn't about, call him out, did I? He said, what about you? And he I'm slowly about the looked to Tony the Barker. Himself, Tony Barker. I would say salvation is totally surrendering your life to God. Okay. I think the wonderful Trent Carpenter said it the other day, when you make a decision or you do something, is it for the good of people? Is it good is the good of God? Or are we still looking out for numero uno? Mm-hmm. Die yeah. off to ourselves. I think that's the I think that's the hardest challenge as being a follower of Christ is totally, yeah, that's surrendering true. your life over. Yeah, absolutely. You look like you're about to say something, Trent. Yeah. No, I'm, right I'm just. Uh, I I think there's a 
constant intellectual battle mm-hmm. in my own mind of salvation is freely given. Yeah. And I think there's always, without saying that, so we've had these conversations kind of mm-hmm. talking about like what's discipleship mean. Yeah. A couple of days ago we talked about like just end of our life. We're just going to say we were busy and we did a bunch. Like who cares? How do we live like Jesus? So we're kind of looking at just like what are some rhythms we can get into? But even kind of thinking about that, I do have to stress every time. I know it's not like a broken record. Like you don't, like it's not a got to. And I think that's where we also get, it's like, oh yeah, so, you know, well, how do you get saved? Well, you got to make sure you, no, no, no. It's, a gift's a gift. Yep. You know, when someone gives me a gift, they don't say, hey, just make sure you, because the second they say that, it's not a gift anymore. It's right. a stipulation. So Jesus calls the salvation thing a gift. But there's also this other side of this that says, when you receive this gift, then it's like, these are the things you get to do. Yeah that are true about your identity. Mm-hmm. And I really believe that. I never knew that as a kid. No one ever explained that. Sure. I think following Jesus, the thing we mess up so much, all of us, myself included, is we don't realize when we're screwing up, we're not living out of our true identity. Yeah. And all these things are the things that God said, no, this is what I designed you to get to do. Yeah. Like you were actually born as a servant. Mm-hmm. What? No, that's when you'll find completeness. Yeah. You were born to be in the family of God. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think... I think, so that's why I'm saying, that was very complicated, but the struggle of, it's completely free. And I think sometimes we're not careful. It's like, yeah, now make sure you pray. Now we want to get you in church. We want to, like, okay, so you're adding stuff. Like, that doesn't sound like a gift. But at the same time, there's this call where Jesus is like, to follow me, like Tony said, like, you're going to lay down your life and completely surrender all your will to me. That's what it looks like. I, so we, we've always struggled in our family, like, when it comes to like getting gifts, whether it's, you know, birthdays or special occasions or Christmas, whatever the case may be. And what we've ended up doing is getting to the point where it's like, we'd rather do experiences over like stuff, you know, cause we got stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's like, let's, let's go take a trip. Let's surprise them with going out of town or whatever the case may be. But to me, in my opinion, the, the, the goal of a gift should be something that's going to be, it's going to bring hours and hours of joy or it's going to give a memory that they're never going to forget, you know? And we, we have this, one of the best gifts ever my brother got when we were little. It was, it looks like a, um, it's like a police, it's just a little like a electrical ride on, you know, I mean, really little, really little for like toddlers. Okay. And, uh, it looks like a, like a police, um, motorcycle. And that thing, I mean, that was probably, he probably got that in 84, something like that, probably before I was even born. And that thing still exists to this day. And all of me and my brother, our cousins, uh, other kids have used it. Um, My kids have now used it. Like, it has gone through a whole generation, and it still holds up. It takes big old D-cell batteries like, I don't know if any of those just take, like, disposable batteries anymore. <laughs> but this thing took, them. like, eight. I mean, it thing was heavy just because of the batteries that were inside of it. But it took eight D-cell batteries. That thing is a beast, man. It's got, like, we had this dog that would chew up everything, and he chewed up. Like, there was, like, a back-and-forth <laughs> button. He chewed that all up. But it still works. The thing still works. It holds up. And to me, too often what we end up doing with salvation is we take it and we say, Oh, thank you so much for this gift. But then we don't realize what we have in front of us. We look at it as, oh, I'm out of hell. Oh, I'm, I'm, out, of, I'm out of condemnation. Instead of looking at it and saying, listen, this is, 
This is an amazing gift that was given to me, not just to go put it in a corner somewhere or, or to, to hide it or to let it gather dust. But salvation is a gift that's given for everyone, and now it causes us to live this full, free, true, abundant life that Christ calls us all to. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's an amazing gift. It yeah. really is. And I think we all take it for granted too often. I think to piggyback off that, and I think this is something that listeners and whoever needs to really kind of think through, if salvation is just my get-out-of-hell-free card, yeah, and that's all it means, like that's... Not even bad. That's just such a small view yeah, of what absolutely. Jesus really came to save us from. Such a limiting view. Like good news in my worries, my struggles, yeah. my misguided priorities. Like all the gospel speaks to that. Mm-hmm. We were kind of laughing. John and I. She's been worried about some stuff. She's freaking out. We're on the couch, like two days ago, and she really she's like she's struggling. She's going through stuff. You can just tell she's spinning. And I said, the really like the gospel is good news to that. And kind of joking, but she just said, the gospel has nothing to do with this. Like, and yeah. I thought, that really, I think that's us, though. It's like, yeah. oh, yeah, I get what you're saying. I go to church to and that. But yeah. that doesn't apply to me freaking out mm-hmm. over a really tough situation that I don't know how it's going to play out. It's like, actually, it's good news to sure. that. We just don't get it. So. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. true. Yeah, I always heard people like growing up in church and stuff be like, I just can't wait till the Lord comes back. Just get out of this world. And it's like, right. we're not truly... Yeah, God's not called us to be miserable, right? right. And God, it says, says here, Paul was talking about God testified to these things by signs, wonders, various miracles, and by the gifts of the Holy Spirit. So, in other words, these things too often we don't look to those as a sign of salvation. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We don't look to the fact that, you know, hey, I got, and, and I'm taking it extreme, but like I was in a car wreck, cars totaled. You know what I mean? Should have been killed and. I walk out without a scratch, you know? And what do we say? Well, I got lucky. Somebody upstairs looking out for me. You know, we use, and it's like, wait a minute. You know, this is actually like part of the gospel. Hey, that person came up to me, uh, you know, that, um, you know, their spiritual gift is, you know, whatever the case may be. They, they, they're, they're, you know, they give out gifts. They give out love to people and they show love and acceptance to me. That is a sign of salvation. Like Mm -hmm. the whole point is, is that, all these good things that happen and all these great things that are able to happen, they're not because of anything that we have done. They're not because of anything that uh, we think we've gotten lucky and we've gotten out of. It truly is a sign of the salvation of God through Jesus Christ. So what I gather today as we close, and this is from Aaron Fields, who's also wearing a ninja headband right now, <laughs> is what? Uh, <laughs> this is what I gathered. When I, as an imperfect father, give a gift to my kid, I do not take it back Mm -hmm. because I get mad at them. Mm -hmm. I do not take it back because they're not doing what I want. But I love... I shouldn't take it back. (laughs) When my kids love and use the gift I give them. Yes. That's a good picture of salvation. It's not getting taken away. It's not... But how disheartening is there God when it's like, I gave you a great gift Mm -hmm. and you just think it's the slither, like the small piece of your life to get afterlife and everything else is just your own way. That's literally the beginning of creation. God created the earth, and he looked at Adam, and he said, here, here it is. Take care of it. It's yours. Join me in being creative in how we name these animals, how we do all. Be a part of that. And then sin entered the world and messed that all up. So what does he do? He starts with the first Adam, and then the second Adam, as Paul refers to him as. Now that's the thing that brings all together. So Jesus Christ himself, through Jesus Christ, we are able to take part in this again. We are able to be a part of that free life. I'm telling you. So- 
I'm going to, in the words of your hero, Cobra Kai, quiet. All right, guys. Have a great Tuesday. I will see you. We will see you tomorrow. Later. See ya. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Worst Church Podcast Ever. Make sure you subscribe on iTunes or Spotify or wherever else you listen. And leave us a comment. We'd love to hear what you think. We'll see you next time.